0: I am brave, I am bruised, I am who I'm meant to be, this is me. Look out, cause here I come, and I'm marching on to the beat I drum. I'm not scared to be seen, I make no apologies, this is me. Welcome to Professor Palmer's Ed Joycation, helping you to find joy in the journey. Hello friends on this fabulous Friday. How are we all doing today? I love this saying, smile while you still have teeth. I always wondered, I thought that was really funny when I heard it, but I thought what happens when I don't have teeth? I think we should still smile, be your own kind of beautiful. Well today I'd like to talk about how to smile when you have teeth or you don't have teeth. Either way, a couple things we're going to talk about. One. Looking for the positive in life. Two, being grateful for every stage. And last of all, setting goals. First of all, looking for the positive in life. Now we all wake up in the morning and sometimes the first thing that comes to our mind is, Ugh, I have to go to work today. Why do I have to go to work? I should be shopping or going to play or flying to Hawaii and walking on the beach. Now, realistically, I can't do any of those things. I live in Thatcher, Arizona. I'm a teacher. I earn good money to pay for things that I need and things that I want. No drama. I just, this is what I do every day. So I can choose to be happy with my circumstance or maybe I could change my circumstance. How about being homeless? I've seen people walking up and down the streets. They look pretty happy. They have nothing to worry about. Right now, it's a little bit too cold to be homeless. I think I'll wait until spring. I might try the homeless thing. Anyway, when I choose to change my thoughts from I have to go to work today, what a bummer, to let's see, how can I make today more funnerest, more better, happier, whatever. I can think, let's see, what can I do in my classes At school to have fun. So I did did just that. So what I did was create this carousel, right? Like in Mary Poppins, when you go on that, the original Mary Poppins, the best Mary Poppins, when they go on the carousel. The horses really came off of the carousel, and that's about what happened today because it was so fun. I set up stations with the content that we needed to learn, and in between the stations, they participated in a team-building activity. It was lots of fun, too. And, of course, there's snacks. What can make it more, be- more better than snacks? I heard some of my students remark, that was so much fun today. See, I could pretend I was in Hawaii because it was just as much fun in my class today. Okay, now we, let's talk about gratitude. I know it's not November, but it's okay. I never talk about the things I'm supposed to do when I'm supposed to do it. So let's talk about gratitude. What is it? It's an appreciation for what we receive, whether it's tangible or not. We appreciate the goodness in life. Most of the time this comes from something outside ourselves, right? Okay. In positive psychology research, I know you're really interested in this. Whether you are or not, you're going to hear about it because it's awesome. Gratitude is strongly associated with greater happiness did you hear that that's really true all the psychologists they know what they're talking about helps people feel positive because they relish all those good experiences and it improves their health and helps them to deal with adversity and build stronger relationships right we all want stronger relationships People feel gratitude in many different ways. Sometimes they think about the past, the good old days, like those t-shirts. The older I get, the better I was. Sometimes people just feel gratitude for what's happening right now. And some people are being hopeful or being grateful for what's going to happen in the future. Without teeth, cool to think about. This is something, gratitude is something that makes us happy. Two psychologists, even more people that are smart, Robert Emmons of the University of California and Dr. McCuller of the University of Miami have done some research too. And what they did was they asked all their participants to write a few sentences each week focusing on certain topics. One group wrote about things they're grateful for that had occurred during that week. Another group wrote about irritations, things that made them mad. And the third group didn't write about positive or negative, just whatever they thought they wanted to write about. After 10 weeks, I know, miracle. Those who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic and they felt better about their lives. They exercised more and they went to the doctor less. Sorry, doctors. And they focus less on those aggravations. One of my favorite researchers, Dr. Seligman, a positive psychologist at the University of Pennsylvania, conducted quite an interesting study. He was looking at all these positive psychological interventions and how they affected 411 people. So he used this control assignment about writing of earlier memories. They were to remember back about someone who did something really nice for them and to deliver a letter of gratitude to someone they just never thanked. Participants immediately felt this huge increase in their happiness. It was greater than any of the other interventions that Dr. Seligman had looked at, and the happiness lasted for like a month. Of course, these kinds of studies don't prove cause and effect, But it shows association between gratitude and happiness. Whether you have your teeth or not, you can still be grateful and be happy. Another gratitude study was about couples. Couples who took time to express to themselves how grateful they were for each other. They had a better relationship and they were happier together. And they could also express concerns that they had. Another interesting study with managers who remember to say thank you find that their employees are more motivated and work harder. This study was at the Wharton School, the University of Pennsylvania. They divided these participants into two groups. One group made phone calls to solicit alumni donations, same way they always had, they just did it. The second group worked on a different day, but they received a pep talk before they elicited these or participated in these phone calls during the following week the university employees who heard the message of gratitude before they made the phone calls made 50 percent more fundraising calls than those who did not now that is something awesome another interesting study was one middle-aged divorced women who kept gratitude's were more satisfied with their lives than ones that weren't. All kinds of gratitude studies. Isn't that awesome? Okay, we're done with gratitude. Check that off the list. Let's talk about goal setting. What? It's not January. It's February. I know. I never like to do things when people tell me to. I don't know. Just something about my rebellious nature, I guess. Some of the best goal setting workshops I have ever been to have been with. Brooke Castile, shout out for Brooke, and her life coach school, and Jodie Moore and her bold new women. The things that I learned, I could go on for hours about the power in setting goals, but we'll quickly just run over a few tips. Fun to dream and even put it into a division board if you want, but brainstorm all those things, those goals that you could set for yourself this year. Let your brain go crazy. It does anyway, so have a good time. Write down anything that comes to mind. Next, choose a one goal. Don't get crazy. Just choose one big goal that you realistically could accomplish this year. Then, this is the clincher. Think about how this goal would make you feel. You're going to think about, whoa, this is a dopamine hit, but you're also going to have some negative um, feelings too. That's normal. Anytime you set a really big goal, you're going to be a little scared. So then after that, you think about how you feel. You need to think about thoughts, right? We talk about that all the time. What are some thoughts that are going to help you create these good emotions? And then how committed are you to really achieving this really big goal? Are you willing to work on it and keep committing to it no matter what? And then if you kind of think about why, or maybe why not, how do you think you'll feel once you accomplish this goal? This is kind of interesting to think about because when you look at the research or you just think about your own life, you're dreaming about um, getting your master's. This is something that I accomplished in my life dreamed about graduating from college first with my bachelor's and then with my master's and it just brought me so much excitement and happiness just thinking about that goal when I actually got there to my degree and went on past my master's that wasn't as much fun as just thinking about it so like the saying goes it's a process not an event the process is what is so fun okay then after you've mastered all of that simple right List the obstacles for that goal. And then with that obstacle, write the strategies. Take those strategies and put them into the calendar. And when that day comes, you're supposed to do one of those, accomplish one of those strategies. Don't say you can't do it today and delete it. Just like when you're going to meet a friend to exercise at five o'clock in the morning, you show up, show up for what you set down in your calendar to do and accomplish Okay, back to the smile. Be happy that you still have teeth. Saying that I saw that it made me laugh. I actually only have one tooth that isn't real. Thank goodness I have a good dentist. Shout out to Palmer and Johnson so that I only have one fake tooth and maybe someday I won't have any, but I'll still use what I talked about today to keep happy with no teeth is to manage my thinking and be positive, be grateful, and set goals. All right, signing off. We've had enough fun for a day. Adios and goodbye in whatever language you're going to talk.